When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome back to Realistic Sustainability Educational Shorts. This week, I want to talk about the future of trucking. Well, it's kind of the future of all skilled trades. And yes, I've gotten this debate before. Truckers are skilled tradesmen. Because I'll tell you, I can't hop into that truck and take it across country and drop off anything. It takes a skill. So I want to get that out of the way. I'm actually talking about most skilled trades, but I'm focused on trucking this week. So... Why am I having this conversation? If you look right now, there's a large push to put as many kids as possible into skilled trades. Why do I say that? Well, if you watch the news, if you talk to high school counselors, everybody right now is saying skilled trades, skilled trades, skilled trades. This happens a lot, and it's mainly based on forces outside of the need to fill those spots. I look at the trucking industry as a soon-to-be-dying. I say soon loosely, but it's based on the speed of technology. That will not be needed. Automated semis are already functioning. There's discussions about creating automated lanes on expressways. There's ways for our stock to get from one place to another without a driver. It's more efficient. There's no need to stop after so many hours of driving and rest. The truck can do it itself. So, why is there this huge push to shove people into skilled trades if a lot of these industries are fading out? Well, it's not the first time in history this has happened. We cycle through these things a lot. There's all kinds of propaganda happening, and unfortunately, a good chunk of it is backed by political uh, characters. I want to say other words, but I'm going to go with characters that are discrediting the value of a formal education. Now, most of us believe they're doing that because it's hard to rule an educated group, but there's more reasons to it. Yeah, that, by the way, that's still part of it. They don't want people going to school because it's easy to control by emotion if you haven't been formally educated. Not impossible, easier. The second is university and ed organizations are harming their own image through the massive cost of going to school, allowing predatorial loans, and even some of those schools like ITT being predatorial practices in general. They're hurting the image of education. They're hurting the image of people wanting to get educations. And last, there's lack of high-value jobs. This is a leverage that politicians use on a regular basis. If you go to school to be a teacher, the joke is you do it because you love it because you'll never get paid for it. Or social sciences, earth sciences. If you want to do psychology or sociology, you're pretty much going to have to get a doctorate to make anything or at least reimburse what you've paid your school. Communications is now a degree that people write off and even, and marketing and business is starting to be one also. So many people have gone to college and have collected these degrees. There's a flood of people in those groups, which means the pay for those employees has dropped dramatically. At this point, in most cases, the only value degrees you can get, and I say this because I have one, is a STEM degree. As long as you're doing science, technology, engineering, or mathematics, 
STEM, like we teach here at Dabble with kids, you're still getting high-wage jobs, but they are more challenging. So I said we've seen this in the past, and I'm going to prove it to you. Long ago, and I think it was probably the 80s, I didn't look it up. You can, you guys can tell me if I'm right or wrong. There was a huge push for teachers. Teachers were still valued, and they did get a halfway decent salary. And everybody said, we're going to need more teachers. We're going to need more teachers. Well, they were saying that as they were cutting the funding to education. So what you had was, it's saying over and over and over again, any undecided student who decided to go to college said, well, I can always be a teacher. There'll be a job for me. And, and the wages are pretty good. So all kinds of people funneled into the education system, knowing that when they got done, they would find an educational job. They would get a job somewhere and they would have a good life. Well, as time went on in the 80s, we continuously cut funding to education. It kept pulling it from education and putting it to war, pulling it from education, sending it to business. In the meantime, funding for schools dropped lower and lower and lower. When I say schools, I'm talking around the whole board, K through 12 and colleges. What happens? You have a massive amount of people trapped in an industry. Their degree is specifically designed for what they were doing. And plus they learned to love it. That's why they're there. So now the, the funding disappears and they're still there. They either have to retire, which a lot of them ended up doing, or tough it out in a situation where today they don't make a lot and they got to buy their own supplies. It's kind of like a developing nation when it comes to our K through 12 system. They've stripped it to the bare bones. It's being run by people who care. And that is it. Very few people now go to college and decide to be a teacher. It filled the need. And plus, why would you, why would you go to school to be a teacher? Because when I was supposed to go to college, they told me, don't be a teacher. That's dying. That's a dying job. There's all kinds of people in there. You'll have a hard time getting a job. Go into healthcare. Baby boomers are getting older and they're going to need three times the amount of healthcare workers that they've ever needed. And I know a ton of my friends ran to healthcare. They're in healthcare. They've been working in healthcare 10, 15 years. Now it's flooded. Healthcare is full of people. More and more are still going in because it's the last group of the, oh, I thought healthcare was going to be the good job. Well, now you have hospitals paying less and less and less while they're dealing with insurance companies. We're going through a healthcare crisis in America. We don't know what our healthcare is going to end up being, but hundreds of thousands of workers are stressed out, overworked, and underpaid. They did it again. They shoved a bunch of people in there. Now they have degrees that are specialized in what they do. There's very few ways to back out of that job and go do something else. And now they say skilled trades. Go be a trucker. Learn how to do electricity. Be a plumber. Well, let me be the guy who says it. If you only have 10 years to work, go ahead. Have at it. You'll do fine. Matter of fact, you'll probably come out well ahead. You'll make good money for 10 years. For the next 10 years, it's really going to rally. After that, it is not. So if you're a teenager thinking, I'm going to be a truck driver, you're going to be a truck driver for about 10 years. Make sure you have other skills because with automation, the way it's trending right now, it will take the bulk of those jobs. It's going to take about 90% of them. 90% of those jobs are going to be eliminated through technology. And what happens when you get to that point? If you're the 10%, you're making dramatically less and you kind of hate your job. If you're the 90%, you're unemployed. So what I tell everybody right now is, if you would like to, do it. Gain other skills though. If 
you're going to do heating and cooling, go ahead. Because, you know, a robot can't install it. No, but technology can be made more dependable. Technology can be plug and play. There's a lot of things you never used to fix until YouTube came along and taught you how to fix it. A lot of that stuff will get easier and easier and easier. It will not take a professional. Most skilled trades have 10 more years in them. Now, can I be wrong? Absolutely. I believe 10 years of good financial gain. Could be 20, but 10 years seems to be where it falls out. So do those jobs, collect that income, but learn other things on the side. Make sure that when when the world makes that change, that you're prepared to make that change too. Don't be locked into just one thing. Maybe become a specialist. Maybe be best in class. Maybe be special in some way or Simply just learn more than one trade. But either way, for example, trucking, trucking is going to be one of those things that a robot tells it to go. It takes a separate lane for safety reasons all the way to another site where it backs into the correct spot and the robotic hilos unload it. Then when they shut the door, it drives back. It can drive back 30 hours straight. It doesn't matter because it doesn't have a person driving. So keep that in mind when you're looking at what will I do next? Sustainability is about picking something that makes you happy. It helps you be fulfilled, but also gets you through life. And honestly, skilled trades, it's great for those that are halfway through it. It is not going to be great for new people getting into it. Now, I hope I'm wrong because as as of today, they are funneling more and more and more people into skilled trades. But I also hope that by the time that we, we lose these jobs, our government, the way we do things, I hope it's different. I hope we leave no one in the cold. But just in case, I thought I'd send a warning. Thank you so much for listening. And I know that when you have these conversations like this, it tends to draw an emotion. And I hope that everybody understands that all I'm attempting to do here today is help. I want you to understand what is coming. And this is not an attack on an industry, on any industry. I'm not saying they're good or they're bad. Most of the people doing these jobs are awesome. They're wonderful people who do do a heck of a job. But our large governmental system doesn't look at them as people. They look at them as numbers. We want to look at everybody as people and we want to be able to help. So if that's you, understand, I'm with you. I'm just trying to give you some extra ammo to make sure you're ready as you get older. So thanks again for listening. If you like this episode, share it with a friend or on social media. Other ways you can help support Realistic Sustainability is by becoming a monthly sustainer on our Anchor hosting site or by going to greetingyourlife.org forward slash podcast. You can also just leave a five-star review, click a like, click a follow, leave a comment. These are all helpful. Thank you so much again. And we get together each week just to get a little better. Little bit, little bit, big bit. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week. Learning should always be fun. It's proven. When you make it fun, kids will remember. Here at Stepnetics, we believe in teaching kids about science, technology, engineering, and math by building projects. These students are building robots, rockets, electrical circuits, cars, and much more. STEM surrounds us, and the biggest companies in the world are tech companies. 
let us help you support your little scholars and prepare them for the future. For more information, visit us at stemnetics.org.